If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, it's Anne-Marie. Wanted to stop by before today's show just to give you a heads up that the sound quality was less than stellar, particularly at the beginning of the show. My guest who is on the show today is Denise Gibbons. And when we recorded the show, where she's from, Queensland, Australia, has been battered. Many of the suburbs have been battered by a cyclone. So we certainly uphold all of the people involved uh, in our thoughts and our prayers. Thankfully, Denise uh, wasn't in one of those you know, seriously affected areas, but parts of Queensland have been closed down, schools have been closed down, and the weather is atrocious. There's lots and lots of flooding going on. Thankfully, um, Denise was able to join us today, but again, extreme weather certainly uh, affected the sound quality. So I ended up uh, ringing her and doing the rest of the show via phone. So stick with me. The sound quality does get a little bit better, but certainly isn't the level that normally our shows are at. Denise shared some great insights and I certainly hope that you feel inspired and empowered by what she has to share just like I was today. Thanks and let's get on with the show. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership podcast episode 59. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, Brand and Communication Strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Joining me today is Denise Gibbons. Now, Denise has just published her new book, Women as Leaders, The World Needs You, A Practical Guide. And she's also in the process of designing programs that will give young women practical tools and advice to strike the right parent work balance so they can become inspirational leaders. And on today's show, Denise is going to share how to understand who you are and your personal value proposition in life, which will then permeate through everything you are involved in and how you act as a leader. And Denise herself went through this, so I'm looking forward to her sharing her story so that we can model this. Also, Denise is going to share how to work towards being comfortable with uncertainty, with negativity and self-doubt. I'm sure we can all relate to that, as well as the importance of combining parenting and career while gaining a better understanding of the intensity of being a mother and the guilt and the anxiety and chaos, as well as the unbelievable joy that that comes with this role. So welcome to the show, Denise. Thank you, Anne-Marie. So your book, Women as Leaders, The World Needs You, A Practical Guide, just give us a bit of a backstory on what really inspired you to, to write this book? Well, Marie, I've been an accountant financial planner for 37 years and I've been in a male-dominated profession. And so I found it very frustrating that we would be excluded from a lot of the decision-making. Of course, there has been change in that, no question about it. So the main impetus for me were two things. One, that the change is not fast enough and 
I see that women are finding it challenging to stay in that space because the changes are happening. Yes. The second impetus for me was discovering the neuroscience of unconscious bias about five years ago. And that allowed me to then write the book more from a human perspective rather than a, a sort of an angry woman's perspective. It was more about understanding that the programming of, of men is thousands of years old and it's going to take them for a while to see us as leaders. We cannot change the perspective unless more women are seen as effective leaders. So, Denise, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how we can begin to understand who we are, our personal value proposition in life, because as you say, this is going to permeate through everything that we do and that we're involved in, and it's really going to impact positively how we act as a leader. Yes, uh, Anne-Marie. Well, the major things that I think are, there are a number of online processes around, and I think some of the employers do that with Maya Briggs and things. In my book, I've got a couple that I really like. One comes out of the positive psychology area, which is um, Go Via, and it looks at your character strengths, what's actually strong in you in terms of values and, and your approach to the world. And that's important because unless you know what makes you tick and what you like doing, you don't really know you can be fumbling around and, and not making the right decisions on the path that you take in mm. life. And I think that coming up with your values, even a, a life sentence as I call it, or my personal value proposition, is something that can guide you, can ground you and you can come back to when you get distracted and taken off into other realms as we do mm -hmm. with our lives. I think building self-awareness is so very important and as you say often we can go through life through our career not really understanding where we shine so that we can bring that forward with intention what would you say are some common barriers that stop us from going down the path of learning a bit more about ourselves gaining that self-awareness we often don't see the value in that and we don't take the time to do that we just we can be busy in our our lives and just doing the doing mm. without taking the time to reflect on who we are and becoming aware of what are our, our triggers in terms of our emotional background, all of those sorts of things. And sometimes too, there may be things that we don't really want to know in that discovery. The other thing that I think that happens with humans is we're attracted to the negative more so than the positive. Now there was a, a survival side to that it was more important for us to know that the snake was dangerous as compared to the rabbit being cute. Mm -hmm. So that's how our brains are programmed to see the negative rather than the positive. And, and we often don't want to know the negative about ourselves. We don't want to know the challenges that we're in front of because that may bring up things that we are unable to deal with. Mm -hmm. you know, it could be family issues that happened when you were younger all of those sorts of things can get in the way of wanting to take the time to find out about yourself. But yeah. I just think it's so it's so crucial because it, 
it just changes your life. It does, you know, and as you're sharing that, I'm reminded of a conversation I had with someone um, on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, which is another podcast I have. And he said, and it's very much in line with what you're saying, when we understand our strengths, when we understand our values, and we understand really where our best environment, where we can do our best work, we can then with intention show up and be the best that we can be. And it's not going to be hard because we're drawing on strengths, which often are innate. So in other words, they come quite easy to us. And so, you know how sometimes we can be working in a career or in a job or even on a project that it just feels like a lot of hard work. And that's because maybe we're trying to, you know, use skills that we're not that great at and really doesn't come quite naturally to us. So I think for everybody who is listening today that really aren't aware of of our core strengths, where we shine, some of those things that do trigger us. So in other words, you know, that we are not able to do our best work. It's so important because then we can do do activities or take actions to ensure that we don't get stuck in, in those areas. So great, great uh, insights there, Denise. Let's talk about how to work towards being uncomfortable or being comfortable, I should say, with uncertainty, negativity and self-doubt. Because I tell you what, when I read that, I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting because how often do we want to run away from that we don't like uncertainty we don't like negativity and we certainly don't like self-doubt that's true Anne-Marie but the, it's the reality of of us with our human consciousness mm. we we know that there is a future but we don't know what that's going to be like so there is this constant tension between you know the the past the present and the future and one of the tools that I believe really helps with that is is mindfulness meditation. It's very good at getting you aware of your thoughts and when you're becoming trapped into being anxious about what's going to happen in the future. And one of the other insights to it is is that if you're feeling fearful and uncertain, that it just means you're moving on to a new path and to something new and there could be something exciting happening. So, so it's a very interesting dynamic that we have as, as human consciousness but this, once you become comfortable with that and let go of the fact that you're going to feel like that you can be more mindful in the moment and focus on what needs to be done rather than what you want to happen mm -hmm. another thing that I think needs to happen is that we all talk about having these goals and you know you've got to be working towards things and all those sorts of things we get trapped into thinking those goals are realities and, 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 and our visions are realities, but they're only just dreams. They're just something that needs to happen. If you, You've got to let it go and let things happen as they pass, mm -hmm. not sort of see them as concrete and, and, um, and you know, because then you get disappointed when it doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and, uh, and that's something else then you've got to deal with. And, you know, as you're saying that, I was just reminded of something that happened to me. And, and I'm one of those people that do like to have things that are clear. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we just need, as you said, just let go, just trust. But sometimes what I do too, and, and this might be something that, that you can relate to, is if I am uncertain about something, I'll just do a check-in. So what is it about this that is that is uncertain? Is there something, you know, are there questions that I need to ask? Is there someone that I need to reach out? 
out to to support me. So sometimes just asking those questions, stepping back and asking some really key questions allows me to fill in enough pieces of the puzzle that do then have me step forward rather than kind of take steps back. Because even though some of the pieces of the puzzle are unknown, I know enough to pull me forward. And then as I continue to step forward, other pieces of the puzzle, which can be other people coming in um, and, and sharing their knowledge and insights is enough to then continue that momentum. Do you kind of have a bit of a system that, that you work through too that allows you to just to keep moving forward and, and not getting stuck in that uncertainty and, and, and self-doubt? I think that's you know, a very good point, Anne-Marie, and I, I make certain that I have time in my day or in my week where I spend time reflecting. Mm. You know, reflecting on what I have achieved and what I can do, and, and that I take that then into the future. Because you can get really uptight about, oh, you know, I, I, I don't have that skill and how am I going to get that? And, you know, but when you look back and go, well, I didn't have that one either, but I worked towards it. You know what I mean? You can yes. look back and go, well, what have I achieved? It's been amazing. So, but we do get trapped into that forgetting what we've done in the past as well. So mm -hmm. reflection is my greatest tool as well in terms of being able to be comfortable with uncertainty and self-doubt. Yeah. It's with us. It's with us all the time as humans. So. Yeah, and you know, something else that um, I have found as well from personal experience and also from speaking to a lot of other women, now that we have social media and all of these tools where we're able to see snapshots of people's lives and so forth, something that I have found and that we do really well as women is that we start to compare ourselves to what other people are doing. And sometimes what we see other people doing kind of have us self-reflect and, and cause a self-doubt. Well, look at what she's doing, amazing. And we kind of measure it up to where we are and what we're doing. And that can sometimes really impact negatively, can't it, on, on what we're doing and, and certainly our level of confidence. Absolutely, and I think that that's one of the areas that women really need to work on is, is their own self-confidence. We are used to comparing each other because we're to be the pretty ones and the, the decorative ones. So, you know, it, it's just part of our nature to be looking around and going, you know, oh, what's she wearing? Mm -hmm. You know, what's the shoes like? All of those sorts of things. And that can create this, this idea that I'm unworthy, that I'm, you know, I'm not good enough. Um, I think there's, a, there's that element of now more so than when I was around that women are wanting everything and then well other women seem to be doing it easily and why aren't I doing it easily and all of those sorts of self-doubts and forgetting that everyone's life is different you know and um, and just focusing on your own and what you can do in that moment and what your strengths are and what you know, I think that's being very self-centered Mm. Is, uh, is very important to um, forget about social media and 
turn down the noise. Yeah, and also too, just a reminder that a lot of the things that are being shared and spoken about on social media are the good, the highlights of someone's mm. day and that each and every one of us um, goes through the same struggles. Someone may just have walked the journey and started a lot sooner than we have done and they've been through what we're experiencing, um, you know, ourselves. And I always look up, what I have found too, is that I use what other people are doing, whether they're men or women, um, that are doing great things, I think, fantastic. They've gone before, which means it can be done. Maybe I'll do it a different way or can I do it differently? Um, but use it as something to pull you forward, drive you forward, rather than looking at it and from a comparison. Oh, look where they are, look where I am. And uh, yeah, as you said, everybody has their own separate journey. Um, so, you know, self-confidence, Self-awareness is certainly going to help that. Let's talk about something else uh, because I don't know what it is about some, some people where we do like to judge others and that causes some guilt and so forth. So when we're talking about combining parenthood with career, there can be that level of guilt and anxiety. And so you want to talk about, you know, how can we really turn that around, transform that so that we really can begin to experience unbelievable joy that comes with this role? Again, it's part of that awareness is that biologically, the process of us of having children means that we're basically the ones that make certain they survive and thrive. Mm -hmm. So that is a very intense programming that is in us. And I remember it's, you just believe that everything you do is going to scar them for life. <laughs> and so you have to, again, sort of let that go to a certain extent. But again, not compare yourself with other, you know, other parents and their children. I remember there was a lot of on my children's reading five books a day and you know my daughter was ADD and really struggled with with learning to read at all mm. so you know and you sort of think oh what have I done wrong I shouldn't have done this I shouldn't have done that you know all those sorts of things whereas you know my daughter's now 23 she's mm. very an incredible adult and it all sort of worked itself out through that journey mm. we've just got to let go some of that intensity that we've got to be perfect that we've got to get everything right is um, what I think needs you know we need as women mm -hmm. to understand and stop comparing ourselves with others of course society doesn't help with that because there is a lot of shame around for women in terms of how they look how they parent aging you know the list is just so long that um, it can can be play on that self doubt again and that you know that negativity for us. Yeah, one of the things that I did a number of years ago is as I recognised that that whole emotion of guilt is an absolute waste of time and which might sound really stupid to say but I made a decision that I'm just not going to feel guilty about something because okay so I'd say okay all right so maybe something's happened that I didn't quite like let's have a look at it would I do something differently well possibly so I think as women it's so important for us to recognize that you know what there's so many different ways that we can approach any situation the way we do something may be quite different to the way someone else does something 
let's mm. not judge, but let's just celebrate and embrace that. Hey, isn't that amazing? There's so many different options and choices that that we make. What what's a good choice for us may not be a good choice for someone else. So I think you know, whilst we're looking at it from a point of view, as let's not let it affect us and let's not get stuck in guilt. Let's not also as women say something or through our actions cause other women to feel you know guilty or feel judged don't you think that's important absolutely and that's a big point in my in my book as well is that we need to be supporting each other and yeah. and, and talking about all of this stuff because we're shamed often we're silenced we don't talk about the fact that we're not coping at home or we're you know that things aren't exactly the way we thought they were going to be so we need to support each other and 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 celebrate and honour women for because parenting is the, I think the greatest learning experience as a leader. I mean, what what more can you want to you know try and encourage your child to participate in daily life and grow into a healthy, happy and healthy adult? Yeah, that is an awesome leadership role. So we we need to be helping women who are trying to do everything and understanding that they're not always going to get everything right mm. that things aren't going to be perfect and not stand there and judge from our our position I, I remember in my case i didn't have children until later and i remember after i had my daughter i realized how much i was judging other women for their parenting <laughs> process but it is it's it's the most challenging role on this earth yeah <laughs> and uh, and we need to honor that mm. yeah. yeah so i remember um when i had kids i mean i left the the, the full-time workforce if you will and i started you know very very small part-time secretarial service and it's grown from them i've never gone back to paid workforce always had my own businesses so i was blessed to be able to do that but i still remember the days as the children were growing older they would come home from school and some would still be, you know, in, in kinder and that kind of thing. And I'd be doing some work in the office, then I'd go into the kitchen and my goodness, I'd have to spend about another hour and a half in the kitchen to clean up the chaos because they'd tried to make themselves, <laughs> you know, Vegemite sandwiches or whatever. And there was stuff all over the place. But you know what? You just got to go with the flow, don't you? And, um, you know, it'll all be good. It all turns out in the end. And yes, my kids are, are, are even though I was locked a lot of times away in the office, it was really role modeling. I've got, you know, daughter now who's the oldest, she's got her own business. It's doing really well. And, you know, and same with the other two children too in their careers. So children these days are resilient, aren't they? And there's a lot of lessons that they can learn through the experiences. So if we are juggling parenthood and, and, uh, and, and family, I think it, it's important to recognize not to, to, to blame ourselves, to judge and, and to compare. Well, I think too the the reality is is that when you do work and have children, you you are you can of, often get isolated. Mm. I was talking, uh, interviewing some women at the moment, and and she was saying exactly that that you know she's not actually catching up with the mothers before school anymore because her children are older, and so she's feeling again isolated because she's not sure you know whether her son's doing well. You know what I mean. Mm. So it would be good to have proper support networks. Yes. Um, for women, I mean, in, in my mum's era, women got together and 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 they all raised the kids and they shared all their um, their issues they were having. But um, often we don't because we're busy doing the doing and 
and um, and don't reach out for that mm, support. Yeah, and I think that's so true. How often is we don't ask, we don't reach out and ask. And I know, I know as myself, if I had been in that situation, we would love to be supportive. And so sometimes it's just a matter yeah. we we haven't asked, and we're not, and, and other people are not mind readers. So. Um, you know, ask, ask the question, create something. If something's not happening, why not to be the person who creates that network? Yeah, yeah. And, and support well, that we need. Because I'm I've sure... In my book, yeah. You know, build a support network of yeah. mentors, champions yeah. and venting partners and unashamedly tapped into their strength yes. whenever you need it. Yeah. Because you know? I think so. in the, when we look back at, um, you know, previous... Uh, decades and so forth there was a lot more community mindedness wasn't there there we had older generations right through to the younger who were all part of communities and all helping out because they were all at different stages of their life and able to contribute more with the older people and in actual fact i read uh, heard yesterday on a news report where they're now putting um aged care so, so people in aged care with young kindergarten students mm. and both mm. of those um, the, the young children and the elder, elderly generation were benefiting immensely from that That's program. Right. Right. And one of the things that I would like to recommend, I'm, I'm pretty keen to have you know, parent career friendly businesses more so now. And, and you know, perhaps there needs to be support networks in, in business for women and men mm. who are dealing with, with parenting issues. You know, that, why aren't we... Why do we think that the two have to be exclusive? You know, um, in the old days we went to work and we came home and all those sorts of things. But it's all meshed together now. So maybe we've got to look at different ways of doing things in business yeah. as well. Mm, absolutely. So Denise, how can people find out more about you? How can um, they get a copy of your book? Well, Emery, my book can be obtained on my website and it's Basically, denise-gibbons.com is my website. I do have a Facebook page as well that is available, which will have you know, blogs and, and all of that on it. I am building women's leadership programs at the moment. They will be available online as well as in workshop format at some point in the next few months. And um, yes, yeah, so the book's available. It is available on Amazon as well, mm -hmm. but um, they're the best places to look for it. Fantastic. And if there's one last piece of advice or insight you'd like to share with everyone today, what would that be? The one piece of advice would be learn to be self-centred. Not mm -hmm. selfish, just be very conscious about you and your life and your world and what's important for that. Mm. Turn down societal norms. Be prepared to outsource what you can't do, look after your own health and well-being and set boundaries for the people around you to help you achieve what you want in your life. Mm. So that's my one tip. Yeah, it's so important because, and as you say that, I'm reminded of that story about, you know, if you're on a plane and it's going down and the oxygen masks fall down, put your own mask mm. first because you're not going to be of any help and use to people if you're not able to breathe. And that's the same as, you know, working mums um, or if we're just so flat out, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not being mindful, then we're not going to be able to show up as the best possible us in whatever situation we find ourselves in. So... And, wise, um, wise you know, one, one word on that too, Anne-Marie, is that 
we're often the ones that are setting the tone for our family. So yeah. if we're and and I've, so many of the women I've interviewed have said exactly that that when they were frantic and anxious and everything else in their whole family were like chooks with their heads <laughs> chopped off. So you know I know that's a tall responsibility yeah. for us, but it it, it again it brings home be self centred and look after yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so. Fantastic. Well, thank you so very much for coming on the show. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for inviting me. Are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host... Or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. I know that you've been empowered and inspired by what Denise has said today. And it is important. Let's let's look at women to support other women. Let's not judge and let's not compare ourselves. Let's just stop that and uh, move forward and gain self-awareness so that we really can um, be self-confident in how we show up no matter what we're involved in. Now, if this is the first time that you have joined us, thank you so much. It really has been an honor to spend some time with you. Each and every week we have another show. So if you want to subscribe to our iTunes channel, fantastic. There's a way to do that, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. That means you're going to be the very first person to know once another show goes live. If you have had an aha, why not shout out, connect with us on social media and we look forward to bringing more fantastic guests in upcoming weeks. See you later, Denise. Bye, Emery. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.